Welcome back in to another installment of season one of Envision Shape Create. I'm Sunny G. I'm Willie J. Stara. And we're so happy to be here today with this little reminder for you that you matter. And just remember that that's something that's between you and yourself. You know, your worth does not lie in... Um, the understanding that anyone else around you has of yourself. Mm-hmm. So while it's okay to look around and talk to each other and check in with each other, just remember that um, that validation should only come from one place, and that's from within. Mm. So I have a question for you, Willie J. Do you, um, and forgive me if it's too personal, That's not my goal is not to get too personal here, but to just kind of inquire, to see kind of out of curiosity, do you feel like you seek external validation in your life from others? Yes. <clears throat> when? Um, I think for me, a lot of times I'm seeking some of the validation. And, and that can be a tricky thing, too, because sometimes the validation is to boost the ego or my pride. And so sometimes I have to check when I want that validation, because sometimes that ain't always the best either. You know, I always got to prep y'all for the other parts of life. But I know external, it may be something as, how do I look in this shirt? Or um, one thing I've done a lot more as far as external guidance and sometimes validation is when I'm thinking about job moves. And so when I was thinking about transitioning from the one job I was at that was not doing well for me or serving its purpose, I needed to go to others for counsel, but also validation that as I'm stepping out, even if it doesn't make sense to everybody else, it works for me. So those are some times I've been doing it. Absolutely. And it makes sense. It makes sense to to see and kind of inquire um, what others think about certain situations or how others, what others' opinions are. But just to kind of keep in mind and remind ourselves that it doesn't make us le- any less valid or True. a situation any less valid if it's if someone's in disagreement with what we see as our uh, truth or our reality absolutely or our uh, our path or things yeah. like that. Because sometimes too, you you need those different disagreements to even validate where you're going to make sure it does make sense with you. Absolutely. Have you heard that quote before? Um, well, there's a couple of different ones. One of them is, what your opinion of me is none of my business. Oh, yes. And then there's that other one that's like, you don't have a responsibility to um, to live up to the perceptions that others have of you mm-hmm. or to live your life in a way that just aligns with what others... Um, would expect from you or Mm -hmm. would want from you. Mm -hmm. I think that those sort of quotes are very meaningful to me because it can be easy to, especially if you're an empath and you care deeply about the feelings and the um, experiences of others and you, you want to help others have good times and you want to enjoy those good times with loved ones, to remember that who you are authentically 
and what you bring to the table, what you desire from your life is enough. Absolutely. And that it's not punishing another person if your if their expectation or their understanding of you is a little different than what you see your reality needing to be. Yeah, because, you know, one thing we've always said throughout our themes on the show is everything's about adjustments. Everything is about figuring out what makes sense for yourself and really thinking about, you know, real life happens here. Yeah, that's um, right. IRL. <laughs> and so it it lets you know as it lets you know too there's always that time and place. And as you get different validations from other people, or not, because sometimes the validation didn't look like you thought it would, and it may be a, a challenge. Because if you're not getting the yes response or the that sure feeling. It can it can make you go one way or the other sometimes, and you might look and go, I don't know if I'm ready to take that challenge on, or wait, maybe I maybe I shouldn't ask that person that question because now they got me thinking a whole other way than I thought about it in the first place. And so, as we are figuring out our paths and what that looks like, you know, something you just said a minute ago, Sunny G. Remember that even if it doesn't look the way you want the other person to to confirm the way you want it to look or concur with you. So what? It's what you want it to look like. As long as you're not harming yourself or anybody where we got to check in differently, go for it. Check in on your strong friends. Yes, check in on the strong friends. But you're right. You're absolutely right. And I I completely agree. Um, it can be difficult, though. If you see what others expect of you, what yes. the expectations of others yes. have on you, and you see that... Um, it takes a little bit of veering sometimes, especially depending yes. on how we're raised. Yes. To be able to acknowledge, hey, this is this is what's right for my life, and it's a little bit different from what your expectations of me are. But honestly, I feel like in the long run, living, staying true to yourself, mm-hmm. honoring your path, um, knowing that your investments of your time and energy are exactly where they need to be, exactly where um, you know where you need to be to align with your greatest success and things like that, then I think that it's ultimately becomes a win-win situation. I agree with you there. Yeah. And I think too, you know, a lot of times we will get so consumed by what others are saying and doing that we often sometimes can seek too much validation to the point that, okay, You've confirmed, you've confirmed, you've confirmed. I got all this validation and I still don't want to make a decision. You have to figure out your decision regardless. Absolutely. And I think that part of it, when I, you know, just to kind of reiterate that win-win situation Mm -hmm. comment is that, okay, let's give this example. Um, No one wants you to be a martyr. That's what I'm saying. You're not supposed to lose your own life in the pursuit of helping those around you to the detriment of yourself. Absolutely. Right. So if you want to go on this big vacation, but um, you start thinking, well, Jane wants me to stay home and I'm going to stay home for Jane because it's the right thing to do, because that's what she would want me to do. And, um, you know, and, and for whatever reason, you might think that's what Jane wants and you might be totally convinced of yourself and, and of that being what is now right because of this other person. But. In reality, we don't necessarily know if that's true. 
And a lot of times our friends want what's best for us as well. So if you think that you're doing somebody a service mm-hmm. by putting your ideas, your dreams, your goals <clears throat> on the back burner for those around you because you think that they want you to, even if they haven't asked you to, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're also not living up to your potential as a person. Yep, yourself. And I I don't mean that to say that you're being selfish. I'm saying that selflessness too much um, kind of goes hand in hand with seeking external validation. Mm -hmm. It will drain you. Yes. To the point that you don't know who you are anymore. Right. And we I've seen you. it. you. Yeah. We need you as a as a The form goal, of who you are, yeah. You. yeah. And I've, I've got some a great example. So a friend of mine, for many years, my friends know for my birthday, each year I always go on vacation minus our new travel arrangements. So I hadn't really gone anywhere um, yet. And fast forward, I had... My friend was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to Mexico. And I'm like, go for it. Because she always is like, oh, you're always going somewhere. You're always doing this and da 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 And so this year, she went and she's there. Uh, and she got a chance to enjoy herself in Mexico. Nice. And what she loved about the experience is once she allowed herself to actually travel solo and she didn't wait for anybody, she's now understanding the importance of, ooh, I can go take a breath. I can go live and enjoy the fruits of my labor and not feel like, you know, what friend was this? What friend was that? She didn't even seek nobody's validation. She just went and did it for herself. I love it. Oh, that speaks to me deeply. So that selflessness, as you said, she was like, I selflessly need to give to myself. Right. I need to pour back into me because I've been pouring into everybody else. I'm doing all these different things. She's accepted a new job. Wonderful. Different pay. And different responsibilities. And so with that increase, she needed to increase how she celebrated herself too. Yes. And so at times, I think a lot of a lot of the ways people validate themselves or seek it is if I work myself to death or if I work a lot of hours, that means I'm putting in a lot of work mm-hmm. and I'm going to get a lot of rewards in the end with it. And for me even, I'm learning that's not true. No. Because you could work a 40-hour day. A 40-hour week, rather. And I got people who will say, I work 18-hour days. Good luck. I don't want to work 18-hour days. Right. I barely want to do 10-hour days if right. I can help it. Right. But if if I'm in my passion, that's a little different. Right. But I still have to make time to prioritize rest. Yes. Some self-care. Yes. And being able to just enjoy the moments. And work smarter, not harder. It's not about Definitely. how hard you work. You know? Um but I, and no disrespect there, you know, I absolutely respect hard workers and I, I appreciate everyone and everything that they're doing, everything that you're doing to try and set yourself, your absolutely. loved ones up for optimal success, good on you. But there may be different ways to more easily and more effectively do that. Absolutely. What I appreciate about your friend and her path is that she didn't wait for some sort of missing puzzle piece. You know, a lot of times we'll say like, well, I really want to travel, but I'll wait till I have a travel buddy. Mm-hmm. Or I don't have anyone to go with. Mm-hmm. But life waits no waits for no one. Nope. And that's a really good a good thing to keep in mind is that even if you are a solo person, um, don't forget to um, treat yourself as you know as your best friend or your greatest love of your life or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know all these different things that we say to our um, that we say to ourselves to remind um, remind ourselves of of our importance and our. Um, 
of our internal validation that we should be providing for ourselves. Absolutely. In order for us to remember how how important we are, um, just because of who we who we are and what we do. Because what we do is enough. Who we are is enough. And it's it's not anybody else's business. And what everybody else thinks of you is is their own business. Uh huh. And and the more you get with that attitude and figuring things out for yourself and what you do and don't want from others, it allows you to set your, as we stated before, your boundaries go in place normally. Because, for example, I know some friends that say their schedule, when they set it, I don't work on Mondays. I got some that say they don't work on Tuesdays. I got some that say they don't do Fridays. So, again, when you honor yourself and know what works best for you to get the best out of you, You'll do so much more better work within yourself with different opportunities and different different ways of energy you have to spill out into the world that you don't drain yourself and deplete you because you're doing things that aren't of you to make yourself look like a projected image that eventually can crash and burn later when you're burnt out. Absolutely. Yeah, how, you're not you're not good to yourself or good mm-hmm. to anyone else if you've... Um, if you've maxed yourself out and you keep going, you've maxed yourself out and you keep going. So, you know, rest is so important and it's just really important for us to remember that um, we can say no to stuff. And it's so empowering to say no to something. You don't even have to have an excuse. And mean it. Yeah. You don't even, but I'm saying some people really don't give themselves the freedom to say no to things unless they have, quote unquote, a good reason to. I used but to be that person. Feeling like <laughs> feeling a no come up in your throat or in the back of your heart or your mind, that's a good enough reason to say no to something. Mm-hmm. Trust me, because if you don't, then you'll find out later why you were supposed to say no to that thing. You know? That this is, is all, so true. It's all about unpacking the layers. As we've talked about, you know, when we start to get our get to know ourselves. We start to set these effective boundaries and really kind of feel the benefits of the boundaries, you know? Mm. Like you said, step one is setting those boundaries or getting clear with yourself on Mm -hmm. what you want, Mm -hmm. what you'll tolerate, what you expect, what sort of lifestyle you anticipate for yourself and how you can build it for yourself. And then it's a matter of enjoying, like you said, enjoying the fruits of your labor, laboring, but at your own time, Mm -hmm. when you can, when it's appropriate for you, Yes, which is going to look different for each one of us. And our setups are going to look different. Each one of us will have a different setup. But it can be so easy for us to get kind of swayed by somebody else saying like, are you sure you want your setup like that? Did you notice that? I don't know if your setup is going to work like that. You know, and then you start thinking, well, I don't know about my setup. Maybe there's something about my setup. You know, it's easy to get it, fall victim to not trusting ourselves. Especially, you know, if you have um, families who are very loud about their opinions on what you're doing um, or just, you know, friends who maybe kind of think that they know better for your path Mm -hmm. than you know, Mm -hmm. these sort of things, it can be easy to, um, to, to kind of get lost or get, get caught up. But um, one of those other things that you can keep in mind, if you're feeling like, okay, Hey, this is all so great in theory, but how would I, how would I develop this into practice is to delegate outside of your scope mm. instead of feeling like you have to carry the weight of mm-hmm. the world on your shoulders you don't have to do it all alone talk to an expert about a certain thing that you don't feel confident in your expert capabilities of handling and it's it's 
So a friend of mine and I were actually talking today, and she said to me, thank you so much for getting me hip to fiber. Because as soon as you've done that, that's all I've been using. But she's building different conversations, another great entrepreneur friend of mine. And um, it's allowed her to free up time to do other creative stuff that she wants. Because now you're looking at mock-ups of this, or you're trying this, and you don't have to worry about all that. Because you've done the work. Right. And all you got to do sometimes is plant seeds with your friends on different opportunities and then they can delegate it out. So due to her delegating, another friend of mine is delegating as well. It, I am delegating. Yeah. And so it's allowing me to have a freedom time to set up meetings and then maybe do follow ups. But I don't have to control everything because the more you sometimes keep your hands in every pocket, the more thin you're stretching yourself. Absolutely. Like, let's use the example of like... um. You have kids, right? You have mm-hmm. young kids, but um, you're just overwhelmed. You're lost. Mm-hmm. You're feeling unsure. You don't know if your parenting techniques are working. Consult a child care provider, a child care professional. Have your kids go to a child care professional, mm-hmm. you know, someone mm-hmm. who is state certified and, mm-hmm. you know, and someone who has taken classes in it, you know, who has a license in it. Yep. And this is just an example, but I'm saying with whatever aspect of your life that you don't feel confident or prepared in your ability to most effectively or most professionally handle, that's, that's why other professions exist. And, you know, yes, of course, you may have to shell something out. There will always be an exchange with any sort of exchange. There there will be an energetic exchange, a financial exchange. There will always be an exchange. But don't be so afraid of exchange that you are wearing yourself thin or that what you're producing is less than a good product because you're so dead set on doing every step of it all by yourself. Yep. And allow yourself room to grow and to adjust so that, like I told a friend of mine today, we were talking and they were like, well, no, I don't want to do it this way. I want to do it like this. And I said, well, you know what? Yeah, even with it, give yourself X amount of days so that you can sit with your whatever project it is you're working with. Because even when you think, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get this done, I'm going to do that done. Yeah. But you got to filter through some things because you don't know creatively where your energy is going to go. And so I've always encouraged people when we're talking about not only just validation, but being able to give yourself that grace as you're delegating out and actually pay attention to what you delegated out. Absolutely. Because step by step. Yes. What needs to get done? What are all the steps that need to get done? Write it out, whatever you, you gotta to do. Your final project, that end goal. And here's another thing. You know, if you're not if you're listening in and you're like, well, I you know, if you, if that if that option doesn't sound comforting to you, mm-hmm. the other option is, and this is with anything as well, take a class. Yeah. If you want to become a professional in that trade, let's go back to that same example. Take a parenting class. Take a mm-hmm. childhood education class. Yeah. And that you'll be surprised. Anything that you don't know, you can learn. There are trainings available for you as well. Absolutely. So if you would feel more confident and comfortable with handling another aspect, but you don't feel but you feel like your skills so far are subpar, 
trust yourself enough mm-hmm. to take that class. Absolutely. Allison is this website. They have a bunch of uh, free online courses, like certificate courses, where you can go and just brush up in any any field. They have all these different ones, um, you know. So just just keep in mind, you know, our learning is never done, uh, but there are mm, ways absolutely. to set yourself up for success um, and set others up for success and that you can grow and develop as you go. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I'm excited because I've been dragging my feet a little bit, but I'm getting it done. Oh, it just feels like I'm a kid again, but I'm, I'm finishing up. Uh, I'm not all the way done. We'll say about 60%. So I need to finish up because I'm going to go to school in the fall. I got to actually register to go there, but I'm halfway through the registration process. And so I need to go in for film editing. And so as I'm getting that done... I want to go in and sharpen my skills, but I know I have to have certain tools already in place in order for that to happen. So I'm very excited to try uh, new things, but I know I got to actually acquire myself to, you know, get those things done that need to get tidied up and delegate. All right, I need to get this done, check in with this one, do this and do this so I can get it all out the way. Well, I know that what you're doing, instead of overwhelming yourself, is you're just you're mentally preparing yourself yes. for what is to come. I just remember every time before I've gone to school for something, being like scared yeah. with this thought of like, can I do this? Yeah. As if every program doesn't start with people who have no idea and then train them step by step on how to learn and know how to do things. Yeah. You know, I just remember, I remember that specific moment where I realized that, that Oh, that's good. We can learn anything we want. There's always a program or a a teacher, a system that you can go through that will help you with to to gain and acquire the skills that you you need to perform whatever it is that you want to do. Now, I want to talk to you guys just for a moment here about Conkers. Have you ever heard of Conkers? No, I think of Conquerors, but I know it's not. <laughs> But these these horse chestnuts or conquerors, okay. they um, they kind of act like conquerors um, in terms of vein tonic. Mm. So if you're someone like me who's got all these veins, these glaring veins, these varicose veins and stuff, um, you might benefit from taking some horse chestnuts. Um, and but you have to be careful, okay? So the shiny brown seeds are poisonous if eaten, but they are processed to make an effective medicine for the veins. So you can pick up an already prepared tincture, right? Um, Either from, I saw there was some at Mountain Rose Herbs out in Eugene, Oregon, Um, but I'm sure you can find them in different places. I know Hawaii Herb Farm also has some great organic. um, They also have, if if you're opposed to using alcohol in any kind, you could do a vegetable glycerite or a vegetable sugar extraction from them. So, this helps with veinous circulatory pro, um, problems, and it's anti-inflammatory and astringent, mm-hmm. reduces fluid retention, and is a vein tonic. Mm. So horse chestnut is a major remedy for the veins and capillaries. As an astringent and anti-inflammatory, it has beneficial effect on the veins throughout the body, tightening up and toning the vein walls where they become damaged and sore. By drawing back fluid that is leaked out of veins, horse chestnut reduces swelling and congestion in veins, as well as local inflammation. And it's the first choice in herbal treatment for varicose veins and venous insufficiency, or poor Mm. vein health. 
It's usually taken as a standardized tablet or capsule, although it can be applied to the skin overlying varicose veins as a lotion, ointment, or gel. But it shouldn't be applied on broken or ulcerated skin. And um, its effectiveness has been fairly well established, though it usually needs to be taken for several months for signs of improvements, as venous circulation can be as healing that is a little bit of a difficult task. Okay. Um, it also, it may be used to treat other problems affecting the veins, for example, hemorrhoids and thread veins, and can be useful in treating leg cramps and swelling and fluid retention in the veins, in the legs. It may be taken to treat um, conditions like leg ulcers and frostbite, but only on professional advice. Now we're reading from the Herbal Remedies Handbook by Andrew Chevalier. Um, but mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that with you because horse chestnut or conkers, I've been really fascinated by them, especially because um, a lot of people in my family have these varicose veins. And it's, it's nice to find out things that can help heal, um, heal those around you, right? Absolutely. Yes, siree. And drink some water, y'all. We ain't drinking yes. water. Yes. <laughs> How speaking of the health tip of the week, drink some water. Yes. That's right. Drink so, a little water. So whatever your weight is, divide that number of pounds in half. And that's how many ounces of water we're supposed to be drinking every day. Well, I get a couple more before I leave. Yeah, absolutely. Same here. I'll drink a couple more too. Yeah. I have to. Because it's important. Drinking water. Water break. Yes. You'd be surprised, but not really. How many people do not like water? I know. And it's just, but they love some pop mm -hmm. and they love some juice. Mm -hmm. But water is just like, but I'm very glad because my little nephew, my great nephew, JJ, I make sure he drinks water. He'd be thirsty some days. I'd be like, come on, let's get water. Yes. So he knows I'm big about that with him on water. Good. Um, And you don't have no problem with it. That's and important. And I'm, I'm always good with water. But I think Start a lot of- young. I think a lot of people- They've grown up with it, and then they're wondering why the kidneys are acting up. Yes. A lot. A couple of my friends who didn't drink a lot of water, they got a lot of heart issues. Yes. I got some who drink water and have some heart issues. Yes. So it's it's about a balance. And then I have some who, who were getting UTIs because they weren't drinking enough water. Right. So drink your water, people. Absolutely. Drink your water, you know. Sip, sip, sip. <laughs> Even if you got Three cups all day. Just <laughs> sip those cups of water. You're absolutely right. It's and it's life changing. You know they say, oh, you know people have tension headaches or migraine headaches. You know um, I think a lot of naturopaths the first thing they ask is, how much water are you drinking? Are you drinking enough water? And then it, when you do get to that amount, that number of ounces every day, a lot of those ailments disappear. We find that those ailments are no longer problems for people. So how much of what it is that we're going through is actually dehydration masked as a oh, different yeah. symptom? And, and, you know, especially for those that are performers or artists, again, it's, a, it's another artist that I love and she's really talented. Tiana Taylor, she had to actually stop her tour. She's doing her last tour. She, she's going on retirement from doing her uh, music thing as far as that and touring. And she was so adamant about putting on great shows, great shows, great shows, that she was not staying hydrated. Mm. So she had to put a pause on the show. I know she's picking it back up, but she had to put a pin in her show because she was dehydrated. And her doctors are like, yeah, you need to take a break. Yeah. 
So again, so how much time is it really saving you to cut those corners? Don't be working yourself to death, drinking, you know, right. work yourself to death to the point that you are not being hydrated and you think I'm working hard, working hard, working hard, working hard. And then you got to sit down anyway. So remember, it doesn't matter that you're working super hard. Even the best artists, doesn't matter how much money you have, you still, when you're dehydrated, you're dehydrated. Right. So I encourage again, get those electrolytes in, get yourself hydrated. Don't be afraid to take a rest. Yes. Because that balances you out. And how do we transform our lives through nurturing and self-care? Like what, if you Mm -hmm. were to ask yourself, what can I change to transform my life through nurture and self-care? You know, you might quietly have a little whisper inside that speaks to you. Well, hey, I need to drink a little bit more water. You know, maybe that's inside you or maybe that's Willie J's. You hear him saying that. But whatever it is, you know, wherever you're finding these little, you know, these bits of guidance. I mean, I'm a firm believer, you know, where you are, you came, wherever you are, you came to the right place, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And just remember that, you know, that you can change, that there's time to change and that, um, and that, it's important. What you do now matters. You might think, oh, I'll oh, start yeah. drinking some more water tomorrow. But what about today? Because you know? tomorrow might be a little different. Yeah. Shoot. You don't never know. I know. Each day it changes. It does. And there's no better time but the present to really get to get a move on and to get a change. You know, we, we have these little things we tell ourselves to encourage ourselves to put it off. But there is this little release of, um, I don't know, I don't think it's dopamine, but um, there's this release of cortisol that mm-hmm. when we um, fulfill a little goal okay any little goal like if you have a little to-do list and it's like i want to drink a cup of water and then you do it and you check it off that list then you get a little you get a little spike in your happiness your body kind of sends out a little message like we did it yeah you know so all those little things they add up and they matter so you might as well give yourself a little reward right now through that little cortisol bump just by um setting a small goal for yourself that you that you start working on today right that's right now um i'm really looking forward to um talking to our our listeners about your website and stuff like that later on as it's premiering because we've got some you have some wonderful things in the works delegation is happening and even for me i I sit there i'm like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna get this done but i like that this especially this week coming up I have to pencil out the time I need to finish a couple little things in between. And I'm excited because it gives me a moment to, again, send it over to my team and then go do something else. Yeah. So, yes, as the site is getting ready to come on over, I'm very excited for you all to be able to come and experience that with me. And um, I'm excited to see... What this is gonna look like? So I am as well. Yeah, I don't Especially even know what because else you like know that. we're here, we're on Spotify, we're a part of the global community. Absolutely, you know. So we really, in terms of our reach and what's possible, um, you know, there's there's a lot of different opportunities out there, and so near and far, listeners, I want to thank you so much for being yes. a part of this show, and um, just remember the power of community. It's it's nice because it's so much more connected things are so much more connected than they've ever been at this time and um, that allows for a lot of um, global learning and that opportunity to take place and so you know you've talked a little bit about how important it is to just the power of community you know 
and I'm starting to get back out there. You know, I've been um, raising my kids now for, I would say, about eight years. And um, that's really been like a a stay-at-home um, opportunity. Mm-hmm. I've been spending most of my time being a little bit of a homebody. Yeah. So getting back out there, you know, there was this uh, meme I saw. It was like, you know, it was like your first your first meeting after being at home with your kids for a while and it was like all these people dressed in suits and then Big Bird just like sitting there in the middle of the conference room. And that's kind of how you feel yeah. when you get back out there. You feel like a like a a cartoon character. You feel like a um, you know, a children's book character. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a, a little disconnected from how how everybody else kind of interacts and operates or whatnot. But getting back out there and really kind of establishing or getting to know my community and um, kind of trying to get more um, footing in the holistic health community out here nice. in Cleveland, Ohio. It's a very exciting opportunity. Absolutely. So I'm really looking forward to um, to making new connections, to kind of um, working um, to establish friendships and, um, you know, and just kind of see what see what sort of gifts I can share and um, what sort of others are out there, um, what sort of knowledge I can seek as well. Now, you've got a trip coming up, don't you? I do. It's going to be Texas. We're going to see very, very soon. I can confirm it, but can't tell you too much yet. Sure. But we're going to lay down, we're laying down some foundation to what's going to happen in a few more months to follow. I love it. So, I'm excited to see what happens too. It's my first time. Uh, being that I'll be going to Texas. I've always wanted to go. And so there's going to be a lot of um, different feelings and emotions that are going to happen when I do land in that space. Uh, You know, we may have to set up doing our first show where we literally do a call-in special where I'm on the phone over here and you're there. You're here in Ohio and we're talking. Yes. So I think we're going to try to do that because I would love for y'all to be able to get my real emotions while I'm in Texas. Yes. And then we're like, yeah, and then there's this and I'm doing this or whatever. And uh, me and a friend of mine, we're going to go. And so, yeah, I'm excited for this business opportunity. And um, 2022, you know, as we talked about it on our other podcast, this year is definitely about no longer just having conversations, but really putting actions out there and being okay stepping into uncharted waters mm-hmm. because somebody had to do it before us anyway. Right. And like you just said, things can be learned and we can be taught whatever we need to to learn to be successful in whatever genre or whatever uh, career path we're taking or whatever activity we're trying to do and master that craft. And so I'm excited for that because, yeah, we're going crash course full throttle. And, uh, yeah, so, yay, let's see what Texas got for us besides good weather. Yes, traveling is so important. Um, you know, we all know a lot of people who've lived in one place for their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And there's something really beautiful about that as well. There's yeah. something very familiar um, about having, you know, being on the same street or you know, just knowing, you know, going to the same stores, seeing the same faces, all that. But it is, it's a big world out there. And there's also something really exciting about going to uncharted territory, seeing new faces, new places. And um, that can be a very healing experience or a very empowering experience, especially if you live somewhere where you maybe feel like, I don't know if um, if I really fit in or if this is the best place for me or, 
even if you just get a desire to um, see what else is out there because you've watched shows about other places or you've heard about them or read about other places and just kind of been curious to see or someone recommended a place to you. Mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of going to check those things out. You know, that's kind of how I ended up in Portland, Oregon was um, I used to work at this little coffee shop in Willoughby yeah. and people just kept coming in and saying, have you ever checked out Portland? You should go check it out. And every time they would, I would just write a little note to myself, go visit Portland, just put in my bag, my little purse or whatever. One day I was cleaning out my purse and I just saw a bunch of these different go visit Portland scraps. And I just, I was like, I think it's time to, to make it happen, you know? So whatever, whatever motivates you to go where you want to go, if it's a business opportunity or if it's a friend who moves somewhere and Mm -hmm. they talk about how much they love it, um, I just I encourage you to take that take that flight, you know. Book that's that right. book that trip. Take that take that um, leap of faith. That's you right. You never know where it'll where it'll take you. Plane, trains, automobiles. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And check that movie out if you get a chance. Oh well, yeah, I love that. That's a good one. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's one of those things too. I've enjoyed when you talk about taking those leaps. I love traveling. And I love that I've been in Cleveland for so long, too. I know as the times are going, I've always spoke about things differently for me in the past couple of years. But I know before 2024, I see me getting ready to venture outside of just being in Cleveland because I know other opportunities are going to open up for me because not even just because they have to, but because I'm laying a foundation down that's going to allow it to happen and manifest. You know, it's one thing to say I want to go, you know, for you, it got very direct and, and, and concise when you said, I want, let's go see what Portland, Oregon has to offer me. And you go, you went to Portland, you made things work for yourself and you, you tested those waters. And so for myself, I've learned you have to lay that foundation down and get comfortable with the fact that you're going to have to make that uncomfortable decision because it's going to come when you least expect it. Right. If you expect it and it shows up. You may or may not want to make the decision. Absolutely. But when you're placed with, you need to see what you're going to do. You're either going to look or you're going to go. And from those points, that is what makes a difference in your impact of how you make those decisions. Yes. Because those things come up. Those difficult decisions come up. And for me, it seems like thus far in my life, and I'm not saying it's going to be like this forever, but it has been like this before. Those difficult decisions have been around, okay, like for instance, my, I had a boyfriend at the time. We were going to go together, and he decided, you know, when, when I ended up moving out there, he decided he didn't want to anymore. So then the question is, do I do it alone? Mm-hmm. Do I go it alone, or do I just stay where I am? That's what it seems like that has been kind of the the question for me is, mm-hmm. do I still make my way, even if I'm the only one, even if I'm standing against the grain, right? And mm-hmm. so it's a matter of, you know, those, those, but I, th- I think that what you've said as well has been really important too. set yourself, put that nice foundation down so that, you know, so that there's a smooth pavement ready for you to, to cruise on, you know, to, to be able to roll. It's not just like a rough, rocky, you know. Yeah. You don't always have to struggle to make your changes. Right. You know, I think right. that's when people get that, get that idea kind of misconstrued. I've got to struggle really hard to make this, this big victory happened in my life and look what I did and it's like sometimes you should have just walked through that pathway because right. you could have saved yourself a lot of time and trouble right. had you just took that path versus yes. this one because you had a lot of help 
You know, why are you making this extra hard? I just want you to know I proved myself. Yeah, you could have got this done and done something else and prove that you could get this done. That's how you prove it. Right. I proved I can get it done because I was utilizing yes. the resources I had, yes. not pretending like I don't need some and, help. And also, here's another thing. Like, how much breath do you have left? That After part. you heaved and hoped your way through this this difficult path. Yeah. You know? you Extra I difficult. I mean, like there was a path right over there. And you, you didn't, didn't have need to, to scale it. the mountain. Yeah. So many people are going to enjoy those things and they'll learn those lessons. But then you get some that's like, could you please, please try and do something different? Yeah. Just a little bit. And so when you do it, 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 it helps. And, and, and I think, too, once you make certain decisions, like here's a great example I want you to think about. I'm, I'm going to ask Sunny G this. So you said you had a decision of whether going alone or going with your, at the time, boyfriend. Yeah. Where is he today? He's still here. And he's not even in your life anymore. So so think about the fact that you're not even dating him anymore. Right. It's not like yeah. And you yeah, would have exactly. been waiting around. You would have stayed. It's not yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So you you so those are things where people have that the too. The only thing that would have happened what I would have been I would have lost a lot of opportunities to get to know myself, to get to meet some remarkable people, to get to see how life is in a different place. Yep. You know? And I mean and really kind of just get to experience some like some truly uh, magical synchronicities, things like that. Yes, and so it was scary. And oh, absolutely! But that's you, some of the best things are, you know. So that's a good lesson to everybody, guys and gals, and all over the world. Don't wait on a partner to dictate whether or not you can make that decision of going to see that world or this opportunity, because sometimes you may not get a second chance at it. And remember, you're never really alone. No. You know, even when I went and I traveled, I spent two weeks backpacking. Um, I did like a solo trip through Europe. And even now yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't believe that I did that. And we could talk more about this, our travel opportunities oh, yeah, on our next that. installment for sure. That'd be great. But just, um, it was, there were people everywhere. Did I get pickpocketed? Yes, of course. But also, I had a lot of good conversations and I... Had a lot of, you know, I had some fun times and I, I met some nice people. You're never truly alone, you know. So just keep that in mind is that um, even if you travel somewhere by yourself, there are other people out there, you know. And stay stay open to um, stay open to the experiences, you know. That's right. And we're going to also do travel tips on how not to get picked up. <laughs> If you we're, we're going. We're going to uh, give Sunny G some things to keep, <laughs> so it could be like on her. Okay. Well, what? I and that's but the no, thing that they did. They took. Um, they took my wallet that didn't have my um, important stuff in it. It oh, was like good. my like. It was like my Target discount card oh, and stuff like that versus my um, my passport and my yeah. things like that. That was always kept on my person underneath my clothes and oh, my good, travel belt. Good. But um, in my backpack, I did have like an extra wallet and I was staying in hostels. And I'm assuming that it was um, someone who I, you know, another traveler in the... Because really, when you're staying in a, a group hostel, there is just there wasn't like no. a, really a place for me to lock my backpack up sure. by myself. You're kind of sure. going on the trust thing. Well, yeah, you got to keep your stuff on you. Don't worry, we gonna find him a book. Never mind. 
We're going to keep it PG. We're not going to go find them. <laughs> but good luck. But if you're out there listening. Just we just want you to know how you like Target now. <laughs> you can't even go visit and see them. Boom. Thought you had a friend. Thought you had a discount. <laughs> and it's expired. Yes. Boom. Drops the mic. See there, y'all? We, we solved the mystery right there. <laughs> We're going to give you some different tips, too, on traveling. Yes. And some real creative ways you all could think about it, too. And, and places to visit. Yeah. And, and also those one-tank trips. Don't forget, one-tank trips are great. So you got so much to see in the world. There's still places of Ohio I have not gone yet. Um, but I like that I got to see some things. And so there's some places that I've traveled. And I said, I don't know if I'm going back. Yeah. It was fun. But I was like. Driving on the side of a cliff with no edges, oh. that's a heck of a thing. Oh. And, and I learned that the closer you get to Virginia, the more you pray yes. and you look around and don't do it at night. I didn't do it at night. I knew that. I got up very early for that, but that would be for the next show. Absolutely. And so, I, yeah. I know I've said it. I think I've said it on here. I just love Virginia. Have I said mm-hmm. that on here before? I feel like you have. Guys, I do. I really, really love Virginia. It smells different Virginia is for lovers. They got a good motto. It's just good. When I was there, just good vibes, nice beaches. I need to go visit. I got a friend that lives in Virginia Beach. Yes, you're going to love it. I've been to Wheeling, West Virginia, but it was for uh, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, nice. And that was cool. We went <laughs> for a comedy show. Me and uh, a friend of mine... I was I was visiting where he lived in Barnesville, Ohio. So yeah, we'll talk about that so you can learn about how that was for me. But for those of you who um are who want to interact with us, you know, we want you to interact with us as well, Absolutely. you know. And so if you're listening on Spotify, you know, um check us out on Instagram, you know, and we'll start posting some of these questions up. Envision Shape Create, just like it's spelled on here. Do you seek external validation, you know? Mm. And do you do you view happiness as a destination or as a mindset? And, you know, something coming up for a future episode where we'll start talking a little bit more about chakras and synchronicities and manifesting, um, calling your energy in and things like that, manifesting abundance. What are the keys to va- to balance and how do you view that? Mm-hmm. Definitely different than boundaries. So, yeah. Yes. That's going to be great. Balance. Ooh. And as our listener base starts getting bigger, and I'm, I'd be curious to know of our listeners what our... What our listeners' love languages are. Because everyone has a different love language. Yeah. And, you know, I think that, I think it'd just be, I'm just curious to know. I got a couple. So we're going to talk about that too. That's going to be good. Yes. Yeah. Well, as always, thanks for listening. In. Yes. And just remember that whoever you are, who you are is enough. And, um, you know, you don't have to be validated by others. Um, that validation should come from within and just know in your uh, in your heart that what you what you have is enough if there's something that you don't know how to do you can always learn it or you can always um, find somebody who does and work with someone who does and as always trust your instincts you know um, if somebody doesn't seem like a good fit or whatnot you know just um, you know find somebody who does that's what it's all about Yes. So thanks for tuning in. And as always, Willie J, it's an absolute pleasure talking with you. Definitely a pleasure, Sunny G. I'm about to go fill my water cup up and enjoy the rest of the day. Peace.